0: Hey everyone i'm caroline rena from the ride of my life podcast and i haven't done one of these in a little while so i'm really excited about this i have matthew brownstein with me today hey matthew
1: hello kyle
0: hi so i'm gonna just do his bio real quick like i did before i had uh, back in season two i did these interviews so this is going to be similar but not quite the same so matthew is the ceo of Anahot education group and the executive director of the Institute of interpersonal hypnotherapy. Matthew founded the International Association of interpersonal hypnotherapists and onlinemastery.com where he teaches the Anahat meditation system. He is the author of five books, including the sacred geometry of meditation, the sutras on healing and enlightenment and interpersonal hypnotherapy. Matthew is a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles and offers free classes on meditation, hypnotherapy, spiritual growth, and life mastery through the Institute. He's the founder of the Interpersonal NLP Society, Silent Light Publishers, and IGE business networking groups. When not working on the vision of Anahat Education Group, Matthew enjoys hiking, kayaking, yoga, and meditation from his home in, I have to add the word, in the beautiful Adirondack Mountains of upstate New York. So, hey, that's a great, I love that bio, that's awesome.
1: Thanks, Carolyn. I appreciate you having me here, and just a slight correction, uh, it's onlinemonastery.com, just for your listeners if they want to check it out, not Online oh. Mastery. Com. Did I I'm say mastery sure I apologize? Yeah, and I'll have that, I'll
0: have all that information up anyway. So, you know, by the time they get through this, they'll have the correct information. So So, and Matthew suggested that I do this and I'm going to. So for some reason today I'm nervous and let's see how that walks through because this will be a perfect um kind of intro into this conversation because today we're going to be talking about like mind-body connection type of thing a little bit about or a lot of bit about what um What Matthew does and um, just see where this goes and I just wanted to kind of start out with giving an an intro based off of where I am on on my healing journey with the podcast and um, I've been reintroducing uh, trauma and developmental trauma um, back into it because of the discoveries that I've been getting throughout this um, this experience, this um, experiment, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so what's been happening is I'm discovering um, my journey from the think, think, think brain, I used to have monkey monkey mind, whatever, <laughs> I'm sure you know what that is, down into the heart and the body and the intuition and allowing, um, allowing divine providence to kind of, guide me and that's not something I've been able to do throughout my life because of my experience with trauma and how it is how it's affect my nervous system which is calming down because of things like and this is what Matthew's involved in uh, hypnotherapy and meditation and I just wanted to share just I've I've done uh, hypnotherapy and meditation and It's been an incredible help for me. It's calmed this monkey mind thing down. It's helped me to understand more who I am. It's connected me with source. It's connected me back to the earth. Like I feel grounded now. And so um, I think it's important for people to know exactly or, or get some information on what the mind body connection is because everybody sees it. I feel like everybody sees it differently a little bit And I just want them to get an idea of what your perspective is, where you come from, how you help people, um, you know, those sorts of things. So I'm just going to give you the floor and and you just take over at that point, At this point for
1: that. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you handing it over to me in that way. Yet I'd like to follow along with what you're saying because as I'm listening, I hear you're talking about the heart. That's a model I use is the heart is the root of the mind, whatever this feels the heart feels this the mind is going to talk about and the monkey mind really is just a symptom It's the byproduct of a heart that's not at peace, right, Mm -hmm. so I dedicated my life to figure out how can we truly help someone to heal to return to a state of wholeness, and to have a measurable sense of what is self actualization. Are you spiritually fulfilled and connected, like you said, divine providence, right? Are you in touch with that? Or is your mind and your emotions, your head and heart, are those healthy and balanced? Is your body healthy and in balance? Are your behaviors healthy and in balance? Your relationships, your career and finances, to me, self-actualization is helping all of that to be whole. And then the priority is you, right? Your spirituality, your mind, your body, your heart, um, Mm -hmm. and- people just like I hear you that you're on your healing journey. And you have realized I need to prioritize myself, I need to heal myself. And I've dedicated my life to that for myself so that I can be there for others. Because once you're healed, really, all you want to do is help others to heal as well. Like what else you're going to do? Once you find inner peace and joy and bliss and success, then just give it away.
0: And and I'd like to add something to that, Matthew. Um, also, what I've discovered with that is the more that I connect with myself, the more my world changes. It's like inside first, it becomes mm-hmm. the way you that I see, that I see the world, and I see it with so much more... Um, bliss and love and connection and I get where all these avatars and all these people have been talking about these things for years and years and years and I've been working on this stuff and it's like whoa so you know I feel like we kind of focus so much on the outside world and what's going on out there that we forget about who we are and who we really are the truth about who we are inside
1: yes people are still I'm sorry
0: no 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 I'm I'm turning it over
1: okay thanks (laughs) (laughs) great yeah people are so interested in this a law of attraction type of model to try to get the outside world to be the way they want it to be Mm -hmm. and that's great those teachings i totally buy into that yet i love what you said about the inside is what matters and the inside is going to be what reflects on the outside so when your inside is love and peace and joy and Mm -hmm. bliss and you're in touch with spirit you're in that space of Mm -hmm. oneness not only do you see a different world, you automatically attract better things to you, right? If you're always angry and miserable, you attract people who are at that like vibration. But once you're in a state of bliss, like you said, like the avatars, the great saints and sages, these people who are living in that state all the time, or those who've walked before us, who are no longer with us, who have been there, you just watch what happens around them. Their lives become beautiful and mm-hmm. powerful, influential for healing others, but they really don't have to do much of anything because when you're in that state of illness, you just tend to attract the right people and situations, but you don't even need it because you're fulfilled from within. That's that's what I hear that you're figuring out.
0: Yes. And I really want to add to that because that's so powerful. What happens with what's been happening with me is that, you know, I went through, there's been a uh, I talk about parental alienation with my children and what what I went through and I just crashed in on myself and, you know, all these things happened with that. And I just felt isolated. I wasn't inside, I was just isolated. Mm -hmm. And I also notice in this process that when we heal ourselves, even the people that are closest to us in our vicinity, they're healing, they're connecting, they're like reaching out. You know, I'm like, whoa. this. You know, this is something I have never experienced in my life. And I just want people to, to to hear that, to know that, you know, twenty years ago, for example, I was literally on the floor in the basement of the house that I had bought in a dark night of the soul with the blinds drawn, depressed, all this stuff. How do you get out of that? Well go ahead, your turn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, no, I can relate. I, I tell a story about a very challenging time in my life where I found myself in a foreign country in a basement hotel room. I don't know why they put me in the basement. I, you know, I paid good you money for this room, there. but <laughs> I find myself, yeah, in this dark room alone, you know, so you sound like isolated in this country. I'm like, why am I even here? And, and then um I'm like, well, what do I have? Well, sure, outside of me, yeah, there's family and friends and there's a career. But in that room alone, it felt like I had nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what do I have right now? Like, I'm in this dark room. What if I didn't even have a body? Like, what resource do I have? Mm. And it comes down to I'm conscious. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, I'm here. No matter what's happening, I'm conscious. Let's go with first principles. Well, here I am. Well, what do I know about me after all these years of meditation and personal growth well i know my consciousness is peace okay let me embrace peace right now i'm alone but i'll be at peace well, i got that because that's what i am and then well love love's valuable well i am love so let me just feel love right now it's like i'm not lacking anything in this dark room totally alone and then well bliss well bliss is an attribute of my soul of my spirit and i can tap into that meditation so bliss so whatever blockages are there to that presence that's the issue it's not mm-hmm. what's happening outside it's that if in my heart i'm sad while i'm in that room that's my problem and it's not because i don't have a person place or thing uh helping me to not be sad but i have a block as you know, i'm a course of miracles teacher so the course begins by saying this is a course on love mm-hmm. and it's a required course meaning eventually you're gonna need to return to love. Uh, but we can't teach you what love is. We can only help you to remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. Mm -hmm. So the real work is clearing the blocks to the light, love, peace, joy, and bliss. And then as you were saying, uh, now of course a miracle's way of saying it is it only takes one person to heal a relationship so when you're sitting in that dark room alone or you know, whatever you do you know on your own like every day right we could all go into meditation sit by ourselves go for a walk and realize oh my heart's not at peace I'm sad mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. miserable I'm anxious that so whatever is not okay that can be cleared. And what I teach is that's a limited amount of stuff. The love, the joy, the bliss, the peace that attracts only goodness to you uh, is there. You just have to clear the block. And it's really knowing how to clear the blocks. And most people don't teach us when you go through high school and college. Like, when do you learn how to liberate your heart from pain? And that's what my life became dedicated to. And I was like, I will go into the field of psychotherapy if they teach that. I was in college. and like, I don't hear people teaching that, right? I looked into, so I go into medicine. No, they're not teaching that. But the problem is, you know, you're catching on to. I hear, hear for sure you've caught on to is, it's very much the heart. It's not. It's it's our mind when it comes down to it. Yet, the heart is like the emotional mind. It's the subconscious mind. It's the mass of the iceberg. Your conscious mind is like a tip of the iceberg. But realizing that you talk about developmental trauma. I, anybody really, regardless of what fancy words we use, has had challenges in their childhood, right? You've been hurt, you've become sad you got scared, you became angry, you feel guilty, you feel shame. Okay, so now that's the issue. We carry that inside of us. And again, nobody really teaches us what to do with that pain. And that's what motivates all of our negative behaviors. It's the cause of all psychosomatic illness, mm-hmm. right? By definition, if the mind causes illness, then it's the in psychos in that psychosomatic model. It's what's being held in the subconscious mind, which is the problem, but talk therapy just doesn't really transform that the way that it could. Not saying that certain therapists aren't super effective, but sitting there talking for an hour about your problem or commiserating with others who have the same problem doesn't necessarily make the rapid change that people are looking Mm -hmm, for. mm -hmm. Our Institute is dedicated to a rapid resolution protocol Mm -hmm. that makes the hypnotherapist obsolete in the life of the client. Because if you know how to heal someone, then it's a duplicable, measurable process. Like if I know how to heal your heart, I can apply, first of all, good rapport and good connection in a very heart-centered, safe space. Then I can just simply use techniques that I know work and show you in a very short period of time, you don't have to suffer anymore, but also to empower people, with what I call the opening the heart teachings that I offer in our mm-hmm. school, to help you to know what to do when your next negative emotion comes up. Because while I could help you to transform what you came in for in that session. Uh, and you're like, wow, like that blockage is gone. Okay, well, mm-hmm. next week you'll discover you have another blockage in there. Again, there's a limited amount, but there's more than one, right? right and right. you know, you don't want to have to keep paying for therapy every week. You want to eventually be empowered to know, okay, if I get sad, I know what to do, not just to get temporarily happy. I know how to get that sadness out of my system forever, not by suppressing it, but by truly transforming it and again, knowing how to do that on your own.
0: Yeah, yes, that's um, yes. okay. you're hitting every I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta say something about this. That's That's so powerful because I tried for years and I don't I don't you know disres- disrespect or disagree or whatever with talk therapy there's a place for it in the process of that in some therapies. But there's so many different things and so many, I I put my finger on a whole bunch of different things to find my way through the blockages, which I feel like the trauma either is or leads to the blockages. Um, But if we don't know, like having been traumatized, having been in that space where my body takes over, it's like I'm watching at, at the near about four months ago i remember i was in a situation where something happened and my mind knows i'm observing the whole situation and my body's like oh my god i can't you know my stress response takes over and i couldn't stop it and i'm like what's happening here this is not real it's not you know and being able to walk through that so um you know to get to that conscious space and with the processes that you use what can you say to whoever is watching this who has been deeply traumatized to start stepping their way out of it because i know personally that you know i've tried all different ways i've tried the hard way where i do temper tantrums and you know gestalt therapy and ah, you know that type of thing and i've also done this type of work too which is so loving and compassionate and um you know Best word I can find right now is heartfelt. <laughs> you know, it's just so so touching to your inner to my it was touching to my inner child. My little girl was like, "Oh, that's what I need because my my trauma was not being nurtured." So, it wasn't like, you know, in your face kind of stuff. It was a little bit, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: she never had that nurturing. So for people out there who have been through different types of trauma, can you um, talk a little bit about how that's connected with the with the body from like from my perspective with the mind and body how you know from your perspective i want to hear some of that that piece of it so people can get that
1: absolutely so what's happening the way i hear you describing it is an inner child who lives in your heart mm-hmm. who is not okay yes. right? and that's a gentle way of saying it right she's traumatized mm-hmm. so what happens during that time of trauma the Heart essentially closes down to a degree, not 100%. And I don't mean your physical heart, obviously, but we might talk about the heart chakra or just that emotional yes. heart. If it totally closed, right, you would die, <laughs> but <laughs> it gets significantly blocked. So, what does that mean to say I have a blocked heart or those blockages I talk about? It's that little girl or little boy, whatever, who's living inside of a person who is suppressed, or we could use the word repressed, depending on the type of shutting down that's occurring. Can when you? you
0: have, I don't mean to interrupt. Can you explain what repressed is? Suppressed is, most people probably know that. What does repressed
1: mean? Or repressed, the way I would define it, others may define it differently, is when the trauma was so significant, the coping mechanism was to block it away completely from conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's where you don't remember what actually happened. Yes. The thing about that type of suppression, it's just a really intense type of suppression is that you will still feel the emotions because you can never truly suppress. So it's like holding a rubber beach ball underwater. (laughs) What I want to really comment on is, yeah, when you talk about, it's like your body's doing this, but you are like up here watching that type of dissociation is a split that occurs Mm -hmm. in the whole of our being or really the split in your mind where you now have a subconscious, meaning below conscious awareness, Mm -hmm. Um wounded little girl living in your heart. Right. So we all know we have, you know, if you're not healed, you've got that inside. And the question is, what do you do with that? Well, one major thing to be aware of are like three layers now. You got the layer of the child, the heart. You've got your conscious mind that you described as like the one saying, What's going on? Why am I freaking out? Why can't I control this? But in between that you, who's the conscious observer. And the you who is wounded in your heart is a protective wall. It's mm-hmm. a shutting down, closing down mechanism. It makes you anxious because you're afraid of what could come up, and you've been pushing it down. It makes you depressed because you're blocking your life force energy by holding her down. If you are 100 units of life force energy, right, 100% of you, let's say the inner child is 40% of you. Uh, you know, percentages can be different in different people, but let's say 40% of you is caught up in that. To keep her buried in there takes another equal amount of force, another 40% to keep her down. Mm -hmm. Now you've got 20% of you left, and that's generous, to be able to continue functioning as an adult. The 20% is saying, why am I such a mess? Um, It's really important in the way you describe it to acknowledge the suppression mechanism Mechanism mm-hmm. and this checking out mechanism. When there's really severe types of trauma, it becomes a default mode. You don't want to have to close down, but the moment something triggers you, it's automatically just close the heart and dissociate the consciousness. In Chinese medicines, my background is in traditional chinese medicine they say the shen which is one aspect of the spirit lives in the heart and the heart is very sensitive so at times of trauma two things happen one the heart closes to a degree and two the consciousness dissociates tries to leave checks out the path is about reintegration how do you do that well as you were talking you know you're asking that like well, how do you do that we offer which will be soon uh, we're at 500 hours of training now in our school, will be 750 probably by the time you publish this interview. So I can say we're at 750 hours of training. It takes that much time to learn how to professionally facilitate this process in our model. But one answer is to be radically honest is people go through our training and they're healed in the process. Uh, however, not everybody will do that So really the best answer I can give is go get some interpersonal hypnotherapy. That's Mm -hmm. our unique brand of this. I'm not plugging my own private sessions. I don't really see clients much anymore, Uh, but our graduates are exceptionally well-trained and can facilitate the process much quicker. In my free classes I give in our YouTube videos, for instance, our conscious community classes or our Illuminated Mind podcast, I teach the opening the heart teachings, which is meant to empower people to know what to do with what's in there. Simply stated, stop suppressing it, stop pushing it down. Every time you suppress it, it's like pushing that child back into the closet. So when the little girl, let's say you're a parent and your child comes to you at night and says like, mommy, um, there's monsters in my bedroom. And you say, shut up and get back in your room. You push her back in there. Does that make her worse or better? It obviously makes it worse because she's going back into her illusion of the monsters which really aren't there mm-hmm. but now if you let her act out on her emotions you say okay well yes there are monsters so we better go buy some guns and we better go get other people on board to protect you you can't let her distorted view of reality run your life so simply stated don't suppress her and don't let her act out don't let her turn to Twinkies and brownies and um, drugs, you know, and alcohol, whatever mm-hmm, she does to try mm-hmm. to feel better. Because every time you let that part of you run your life, you are reinforcing the same pattern that's always been there. So if you're not going to suppress it and you're not going to act out on it, what do you do? And that requires you know, like a few hours at least of teaching that process. However, you know, I want to give your listeners something viable. So the simple way to say it is do nothing. Just relax your body, Mm -hmm. keep breathing and feel your feelings. If you need some techniques about what is do nothing, relax your body. Because when you got traumatized, you did body armoring, you tensed and locked up your body and that tried to block the flow of the pain you were feeling. Mm -hmm. So you have to practice relaxing into what you're feeling. When you tried to stop the pain when you were younger, you also tried to stop breathing, right? So hold your breath and lock up your body. And we don't have to feel this. We'll get through this that so when you're feeling your next emotional wave relax and breathe let the energy keep moving breathe a little deeper breathe a little more full and then just feel it's a crazy idea that feelings are meant to be felt right why why do we call them feelings because we are meant to feel them not to try not to feel them so if you suppress it you're trying not to feel it if you turn to a medication or some substance like alcohol to not feel it or cigarettes you've acted out on it and neither suppression or expression will actually clear the blockage. The best self-help technique I can give of what to do is essentially learn to do nothing. So for example, somebody cuts you off in your traffic and you're really mad. Well, you could just suppress the emotion and pretend you're not, right? It right. just turn out some nice happens. mantras and pretend. Right. Just pretend you're all, you know, just they start chanting mantras and say, I'm just so spiritual. I don't feel, no, no, you're upset. Right. Right. You're, you're, you're angry. So admit that you're angry, but then, okay, well, I'm going to act out on it then. I'm going to let it out. So I'm going to go drive after this guy and I'm going to lick him off. Right. I'm going to tell him how I feel. Great. Right. You've just, not only have you taken your toxic emotion and hurt someone else even more, who's obviously maybe not doing all right for themselves. Mm-hmm. So you're just creating more negativity and reinforcement forcing your pattern. So what do you do? You do nothing. If you need to, if you're serious about your personal growth, pull the car over because clearing your blockage in your heart is more important than arriving at your next appointment on time is this is a chance to get liberated. Wow. I'm upset. Hooray. Like I'm upset. Awesome. There's fear coming up in me. There's anger coming up. Good. It's coming up, which means it can come out. So pull the car over, sit there and breathe. Relax Mm -hmm. and breathe and Mm -hmm. feel your feeling. What happens is that emotion is just like any other wound that we have. If you leave it alone, it will heal itself, right? When you get a cut in your hand, the worst thing to do is to take a toothpick and try to manipulate the cells to make it get back together. Just clean the wound and leave it alone. Uh, But in this case, the wound in the heart, it knows how to heal itself. Mm -hmm. So the facilitation work we do in interpersonal hypnotherapy helps to get in touch with what's in the subconscious, right? What's in that emotional mind. We do find an inner child in there as the primary character, but the truth is he or she is not alone in there. And that's not to sound like, you know, something too spooky, um, but to say that there is, an inner parent in there usually so we have what we call a parent child conflict and this is where professional facilitation is really important Mm -hmm. because while you're feeling all that child's pain and maybe she's feeling better because you've given her space you said it's okay Okay. to cry but meanwhile in the subconscious memories is the abuser right Mm -hmm. the victimizer and the little girl is just not feeling safe Um, and it's not just to help the inner child the emotional self it's to deal with what we call the inner parent, which is also called the inner critic. Mm-hmm. And if you don't transform that voice, and that's really what interpersonal hypnotherapy is all about, is yes. to acknowledge, yes, you have negative past experiences or now memories, but in those memories, you have key characters, usually child and mom and dad, but really you could just say a victim and villain type relationship. Okay. If you only deal with the one who feels victimized, in the psyche but you don't deal with the villain part of the psyche then you're not actually acknowledging this is your mind right so when we go to your inner child we have to acknowledge that's a part of your mind but the inner parent is also part of your mind So um, this is where we get into transactional analysis and gestalt work to help to bring balance to these parts. Mm -hmm. So again, you can do a lot of this on your own, yet to speed up the process significantly. Yeah, we recommend a two-session interpersonal hypnotherapy protocol to make major progress. And we use a technique called parts therapy, where we can just simply actually have one scheduled for today with a client where we're going to talk to his inner child, his inner parent, and his inner adult. And I say, just do that one session with me. And then when I talk to you again in a week, you will most likely be telling me, my God, my week was so peaceful because the inner child is no longer scared. Mm -hmm. And we raise the self-esteem of the child and we tone down or essentially transform the inner critic voice, the inner parent voice to be a loving and supportive inner best friend. Mm -hmm. When those two parts can gestalt, which essentially just means be back in a state of wholeness or oneness then the person is returned to peace, right? And there's just not that conflict anymore. So when you describe like, or I pulled from what you were saying, these layers, okay, I've got a heart, I've got a suppression layer and I've got my head, but realize underneath the suppression layer is an inner child and an inner parent. If you're only talking about that in therapy, you know, getting some insight about it, you're not necessarily in an altered state, like a hypnotic state, where we have access to that. So, the main difference between psychoanalysis, let's say, you know, old school Freudian analysis, not necessarily the most modern CBT type of work, uh, but old school analysis and hypnotherapy. The difference is in psychoanalysis, you analyze the subconscious. In hypnotherapy, we talk directly to it. So once I have you in a relaxed, safe, altered state where I can gain access to your subconscious, I can actually say, okay, five-year-old Carolyn, how are you feeling? And then we help her to feel better. And then, okay, well, who's bothering you? Oh, well, you know, mom was doing this. Okay, but we treat mom as just as important of a part of your psyche as the child. Once they come together in a space of love, you feel love in your heart and you realize love needs no defense. So you can, you can stop protecting yourself because your defenses attack you, right? You put up a wall, you're now living inside of that wall and you have to maintain it. It takes tremendous effort to live with walls, to be free of your blockages and free of your walls and free of defense mechanisms means you're literally free and liberated. When I have people talk to me about like childhood sexual abuse or just major child, like you say, developmental traumas, uh, if you haven't done the kind of work I'm doing, you probably don't know what the word liberation means yet Mm -hmm. but when Mm -hmm. clients go through those sessions with me or they learn you know how to do it or with my graduates or whatever uh, in the end you walk right and I feel completely liberated from that it's not there anymore remember the blockages are temporary of love and light is eternal right so it's just clearing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence which is your natural inheritance
0: That's, wow. Okay. So it's eternal. That's the thing. It's like the, the, the blocks, the trauma is temporary and everything that you talked about fits in with like, everybody calls it different things. I love the interpersonal hypnotherapy. I love that concept. Parts therapy. Um, is that correct? I've heard, I've read about that before and I kind of incorporate, I kind of just got an understanding because I research about it Mm -hmm. and then it, it, So I want to make sure I want people to hear this because it's so important. There's, there's like an awareness and I'm going to share just my experience based off of what you said. There's like an awareness that happens as you're in the healing process where you can learn how to do nothing as he, as, as Matthew is saying. And it's like my version of that is sit with it. You know, Mm -hmm. it took me last year when I started writing all these poems and kind of letting all this stuff out. And I was literally living in a room that was this big. So it was my (laughs) cocoon or my chrysalis, whatever you want to call it. And um, I remember one day I had this stuff coming up and I'm just sitting there. and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go anywhere. And I'm like, sit with it, sit with it, sit with it. I kept hearing that sit with it, sit with Uh it, sit with it. And I did everything that you said. I relaxed my body. I allowed, um, I started breathing. I put my hands on my heart just to mm-hmm. recognize that um, my little girl is there
1: yeah.
0: when, when I do the breath work and then I allow the feeling to run, th- run through me. And I've learned mm-hmm. that when, um, as we're all, that's how we become a channel. That's how we become, uh, the, ch- I guess, um, not the chalice, but the channel from the he- heavens and the earth or whatever is by releasing all these stuck energies in our bodies. We are able to open that space and then when an energy of anger or fear or anything else comes through, it doesn't get stuck anymore. It doesn't be, you know, land on that old energy because you've already released it. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that is easy to do. It does. It's not simple. Wait, is it simple? It's simple, but it's not easy you have to get in there and 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 talk to your inner child and connect with your inner child and i kind of do that and i do that in my work where i introduce people to their inner child and i and i just just get in there and it's like hey you know and start connecting because most people don't even know what that is they don't even know what it means They've they've never heard of it before and it's so powerful and then the other piece that you were talking about um when we hear over and over and over and over again that's just how our minds work when we hear something over and over again it starts to literally become we become that thought we become that like if someone in our life has ever told you're worthless or you're hopeless or you're duh, that becomes our own language mm-hmm. and when they go away it's still there so we have that in our, in our subconscious in our psyche, you know, all that. And it's constantly beating us up. So we end up beating up ourselves worse than that person who said that thing, maybe one time, maybe a million times, but it's in there. And so that is important to start to just kind of see that. That's one of the things, that's why I'm excited about what you just said, because it's like, wow, you know, this is. This is a powerful experience to get in there with the inner child and the parent. And I do a little I kind of when I do mine, I I know about the reparenting and that type of thing. I just do it a little differently, but I love how you're you're, you know, uh, sharing it in this way because it's it's so comforting. It feels comforting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's there's a couple of things I wanted to ask you, though. when we get in these spaces and and we're so focused, like you gave the percentages of how how everything kind of takes over, it's exhausting. It's it like literally takes our life force and it's exhausting. It makes me tired when I'm in that space. So I know how exhausting. And we're putting so much power and effort into controlling all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I mean, that, that was like the, the biggest aha moment for me when you were talking about it, because I was like, oh, wow, you know, I don't have that happening anymore. So it clears you. I don't, it's hard for me to ex- express what I'm trying to say, but what I'm getting at is there's also a piece of this that requires forgiveness of self and others. And I'll, you know, I'll, in a second, after I asked the other last question um, or the, the question I was gonna ask, I want you to kind of if you will talk about forgiveness, because doesn't the um, uh, I just blanked out uh, the what is the book that you're teaching?
1: Uh, the Interpersonal Hypnotherapy. No, 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 no,
0: no. the,
1: um, oh, the A Course
0: in Miracles and I've taken it. Right. I've read it. I've been. Yeah. Right. Uh, so isn't forgiveness is all a part of this. It's but most importantly, forgiveness of self. And so um, what my question is, if you can kind of incorporate all this into one, uh, when we're so there, there, there are people out there, including me, I've been in this space where I'm so focused on raising my vibration, that I didn't pay attention at one point, to the negatives, or the or the the energies that were holding me back. So I kept thinking, Oh, well, if I just, you know, vibrate at a higher vibration then Mm -hmm. everything's going to go away and there's a lot of people i'm coming across that feel that way and i'd like for you to kind of share what that is for people who feel that the 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 um praying and all this all this raising your vibration is beautiful it's amazing but you still have to ground yourself within the earth and within your body and do the forgiveness work and do this work that you're talking about I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Cause when I get passionate, I oh, yeah. kind of lose. my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, you. if you could share that, because sometimes this is not enough, you still have to ground in, in here and get through yeah. this stuff too. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> right on. yeah. Right on. So yeah, I'm glad you're excited about the topic. Uh, of course, the miracles, again, we already talked about removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence, not raise your vibration higher remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence debbie ford wrote a great book called the dark side of the light chasers and all these spiritual people and i'm one of them you know spiritually minded who are wanting more light more love more peace more joy more bliss more divine inspiration uh great well the truth is that's right here now Mm -hmm. (laughs) why are you not seeing that i uh the great poet kabir he said i laugh when i hear that the fish in the sea is thirsty uh, but it's not actually laughable on one level it's tragic yeah. and it's worth our compassion yeah. this day people are miserable and suffering but you know when you're mm. seeing through i use this term the eyes of enlightened love you see that the miserable person is surrounded by light uh, the great saint mm. parman hansa yogananda he said god's grace is shining down upon you all the time it's up to you if you put up the umbrella of your ego Right. so the love and light mm-hmm. is there and that's not the problem your higher self isn't the problem your soul isn't the problem you know whatever words you want to use for these beautiful aspects of your being and your body isn't the problem uh the problem again is your heart uh, the blockages that are there in that part of your mind so it's not just your physical heart of course it's the subconscious mind mm-hmm. you have to just like say mm-hmm. where's the problem in a course of miracles there's one problem and one solution mm-hmm. the problem is the feeling of separation and the solution is oneness what is the means for that atonement to get back to oneness forgiveness i you were talking about the belief systems that are in the subconscious and they're super important to look at if you believe let's say is one example of the many negative beliefs people hold that you're unlovable mm. Okay, so that's buried below the surface. Now you're trying to meditate on something higher and I'm trying to find my angels. Why won't they come to me? Well, because you believe you're unlovable, <laughs> right? You, right? If you don't look at that part of the psyche, you're wondering, well, why aren't I manifesting my soulmate? Well, because you believe you're unlovable, because right. you believe you're unworthy, because you believe. It's not who you are. These are personal lies. These are false beliefs. And a lot of people like yourself who are getting into this are catching on. My dear mentor, Mr. Gilboyne who's a pioneer in our work of hypnotherapy, he called hypnotherapy a therapy for the people. Mm. Right? It's people like you who are able and want to be more able, right? who need techniques where you don't have to go through to get your PhD. You don't have to become a medical doctor or a psychiatrist. You don't need prescriptions and medications. Like, you know, you're learning about reparenting. Uh, but a lot of people do this without formal training. So it's like they're piecing things together. Uh, our institute is extremely well formulated to offer measurable results in the types of things you're talking about. To so say there's a system that, you know, many systems, we have a system that clearly can go into the heart, into the subconscious. And what you find in there are a set of negative memories a set of negative belief systems, Mm -hmm. things like I'm unworthy, I'm bad, I'm stupid, I'm unlovable, I'm not good enough, uh, all of that stuff, you have to address that. All of those, so memories, beliefs, emotions, Mm -hmm. right? all the hurt, sadness, anger, fear, and guilt primarily, and that's what leads to our psychosomatic illness and our negative behaviors or whatever problem you're perceiving in your life. Once you realize it's just memories, beliefs, and emotions then stop seeking the light and actually seek those blocks. So go find the child, right? If you're, again, if you have a child and the child's in the bedroom saying, I'm scared, and you're like, well, I don't care about you. I'm going to go out by the pool and enjoy the sunlight. Well, great. Mom's feeling good out by the pool, but the inner child, you know, is still miserable in the heart. If you want to help someone, you have to create a safe space for them. Welcome them in so they can talk to you. Say what's going on, mm-hmm. right? like We just simply ask this part of you, "What's your story? What are you all about?" These are uncovering techniques, like you mentioned, breath work, or we'll use that, or we we'll use hypnotic regression. We'll bring this part to consciousness, and then we'll just say what's going on? Well, I'm in this memory. The subconscious does not know fact from fiction. These memories that keep replaying, as you mentioned, repetition, every day the child is going through that abuse over and over again. Uh, once we catch on to the tragedy of that, mm. then we just need to go and and help, right? When there's people out there starving, it doesn't mean that you just go and have like big feats thinking you're going to uh, resolve the problems on the planet it's like if there's a problem you just must look at it directly as long as you're empowered with the techniques to go there it's worth it of course the miracle says all we have to do as facilitators is increase motivation just to let the people who are suffering know there is a light at the end of the tunnel there is a path that leads to peace and joy and health and happiness and it's worth the price of admission. And mm-hmm. I don't mean financially with that, although if you have motivation, you'll find the money to get good hypnotherapy or whatever, find a good facilitator. It's worth the price of admission of going into your quote, past. There is no past. And I'll hear people, like, you know, like people like maybe your audience, perhaps, I don't know, but people will say to me, well, I don't have to look at that. That's the past. That's done. It's <laughs> over. It's not over for your inner child, right? It's not over for your active living subconscious mind. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's worth the price of admission to create the motivation to say, go into your heart, find the pain that's there. And with modalities you can trust that will heal it, take like, you know, most of our sessions are two hours, uh, not like 45 minutes or an hour or seven minutes as a lot of physicians might give you, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like two hours and let's be sure we have rapport. Let's be sure you feel safe. And from there, we'll start opening your heart. We'll look at where the issues are and we will use powerful proven transformational modalities to heal what's in there Mm -hmm. and of course the miracle says once you're healed you don't have to repeat the process when you're healed you're healed so i encourage your listeners to think about what would it be like if i were a healed healer not just healed because when you have it you're going to want to give it away again that's why we created a career in hypnotherapy interpersonal hypnotherapy to create more healed healers right yes. so physician heal thyself mm-hmm. so yeah we're all concerned about finding inner peace so yeah find it and then find ways to give it away and mm-hmm. ways that are measurable and duplicable that uh, really are tried and true and proven not just we're trying to figure it out we have figured it out now we just have to apply the techniques
0: and, and thank, thank you for that, because the, there's so many people out there who need this, and a lot of them don't even know that they need it. So being, the more we mm-hmm. talk about this, the more we can get that energy out there where we're not talking about that, you know, the stuff we don't need to focus on. We can focus on healing and connecting and, you know, those types of those types of things, because our, our planet is based on love it's meant to be about love and when we focus on love we get more love when we focus on mm, we get more of that so we don't want to do that <laughs> right. and you, you said something that was very powerful and i'm going to say it a couple of times and i may even say it at the end i haven't decided yet because i want you to talk there i wanted to ask you a, a general question um you said this well this healing work is worth the price of admission i want you to hear this because this thought popped into my head when he said this seek the darkness you will find the light if you go into your heart and you're afraid of that monster under the bed if you go in there and you and you turn the light on the truth of who you are comes out and by using processes like what matthew is talking about with the uh, interpersonal hypnotherapy and getting in there, you're exposing, bringing the light to expose that there is nothing there. there. The truth of who you are has nothing to do with the lies that you were told when you were a child or the, the, thing, the lies that you tell yourself. Now, you know, as an adult, it doesn't, it's not the same thing. So getting in there and uh, making it, or it is, it's worth the price of admission. I just, I was like, oh, here's that, the angel singing. you know I kind of get into into that but um yeah so please you know just take this in sit with it do nothing uh you'll find that light by by awareness by not doing anything I do um also want to ask um before i get into the rest of the stuff do you want to talk about your books or do you have anything else you wanted to add to this just to kind of um piece it put it together in a sweet little you know nutshell here
1: (laughs) sure yeah i really couldn't do self-promotion because there's too much to share towards all my books and whatnot i'll just segue with what you're talking about to move into the heart to embrace the shadow side mm-hmm. uh, beautiful like you know be willing to go there and then as you were talking i thought about the closer you get to the light the more you see your shadow mm-hmm. right so it's like even if people didn't take your advice and what we're both talking about is go in and heal your heart prioritize do what you have to do just get that thing healed uh, but if you decide not to do that you say no I don't need to do that. I'm just going to keep meditating. I'm going to keep chanting my mantras. I'm going to keep eating vegetarian. I'm going to drink pure water. Great. When you're miserable after a year, because uh, <laughs> you kept trying to go to the light, realize your shadow's been following you the whole time. You, the way you described is very similar to our hypnotherapy model, which is the only way to super conscious mind is through subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got a conscious mind kind of feels like it's in your head. You've got a subconscious mind, kind of feels like it's in your heart. So where's God in the midst of all this, right? Where's yeah. your oversight, whatever you will call that. Where's your superconscious? Where's the light? Uh, by going through the heart, through the subconscious, you discover, and like I said before, the light is everywhere. An advanced meditator who has no blockages closes his or her eyes and feels the presence of the divine Mm. intimately right here now. Mm -hmm. The Quran, the Islamic Bible, it says, God is closer than your jugular vein. Mm -hmm. And I think Rumi was the poet. He said, speaking for the higher mind, he said, we are intimate beyond belief. Mm -hmm. So if you are a seeker, if you're looking for light, if you're looking for love, meaning like real capital L love, like the love of the divine, that peace that we're all looking for, just the fact that you are looking for it implies you have a block to the awareness of love's presence. It's like wearing dark glasses and running around all over looking for the light. You have to take off the glasses mm-hmm. right? and the blockages in the heart are like the filters of tinting we have on the glasses, many layers. They are perceptual mm-hmm. filters mm-hmm. that we talk about on neuro-linguistic programming. So a lot of the work we do in NLP is about shifting a negative perception to a positive perception. Right. And that's like saying, okay, I got a negative blockage. I'll turn it into a positive blockage. The deep teachings tell us you can just get rid of your blockages. You can take off those glasses. You can liberate and heal your inner child. It's not a mystery about how to do that. So if you're seeking, it's important to realize you're trying to get through a jungle, but you don't have to find the path through the jungle yourself. Others, as you said, the avatars, the great ones, have walked the path before us. They left footprints, right? Like I've just taken the best of everything that I've studied and created one of our things is interpersonal hypnotherapy. One of our lead instructors, she said, Matthew, you just skimmed off the top of the best of everything and turned into something that's incredibly unique. So for me, it's like, This is not a mystery about how to heal. I spent all my time, my years in religion, philosophy, ashrams, monasteries, Chinese medical colleges, Reiki, homeopathy. I mean, I could keep going on that list. Zen meditation, yogic meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong. It's like uh, release
0: like, release look here it is where is it where is it where is it yeah, i, like I that. studied
1: <laughs> all of these things yeah. and trying to say well what's the problem okay well the problem is the mind and it's very much the subconscious mind okay that's the issue okay how do we heal that well traditional psychotherapy wasn't impressing me at the time when i was mm-hmm. in college medicine wasn't impressing me as a way to do that chinese medicine actually wasn't impressing me as a way to do mm. that because needles can't actually heal the subconscious mind Mm. in the way i'm talking about Mm -hmm. herbs can't heal the subconscious uh reiki it doesn't quite get there because you're talking about a little girl Mm -hmm. who needs someone to talk to her Mm -hmm. and you can't put a needle in her you can't just put a crystal on her head you can't just drink you know um crystallized water that you infused with you know the toning and meditations i know all this stuff Mm -hmm. and i respect in my book the sutras on healing and enlightenment and talk about healing and then true healing. Mm. So I respect massage therapy, acupuncture, Reiki. It's in the category of healing in my mind. It's really worthy of our attention. Yet what is true healing? Of course, a miracle says all healing is mental healing. Only the mind can be sick. Only the mind is in need of healing. This does not appear to be the case for the manifestations of this world seem real indeed. It sure seems like the body is real and all your psychological disturbances are real in your conscious mind. But once you realize it's all all psychosomatic illness, all negative behaviors, it's mm-hmm. all coming from the subconscious inner child. Just find the most effective ways to heal that quickly. Without hypnosis or breath work as you mentioned, if you don't bring that to consciousness, you cannot transform it. That's right. uh, it needs to be brought to awareness. Once it is, mm-hmm. whether it's on your own or through professional facil- facilitation, it can absolutely be cleared. And again, it's a limited amount of stuff. It's worth the investment Mm of time and mm money, the fear that it takes to go into that to clear it. And the truth is when you start going into it, it's not that bad. It can't really hurt you. Mm -mm. And it almost feels good to be like, well, I'm finally crying about this. Good, please. And then once you cry through all your tears and Um, we take you through the facilitation process, you'll never have to cry those tears again. That's
0: That's right. That's right. Because now when I cry, I'm either crying joyful tears or it, it just tears up. I don't like ball. I'm, I'm not like, ah, you know, my whole life is falling yeah. apart. It's just yeah. this like, um, OK, I'm sad. And then it goes away. It's the craziest thing for me. <laughs> you know. It's like, whoa. so everything he's saying is is I'm living proof of this. That's the whole point behind this podcast. Um, to show people that it is that it is workable it is doable um i did want to add something to that before we close out i want to say that sometimes and this is what my experience was um for some people it's it can be helpful to do the body work so you can embody yourself so you can connect begin to connect with your body because the minute you start to do that work and you're like oh my god some I touch especially touch when someone touches that's healing in itself so when you start to embody then your mind starts kicking in and you're like wow that felt good so what's next and then or when you do energy work or when you do you know whatever type of body work that you do that's almost like a doorway into the subconscious because the subconscious is like, Oh, something. This feels good. Where, where I want more, and then if mm-hmm. you, you can continue doing body work until you get to a point where you start doing this type of the the interpersonal hypnotherapy or you know meditation or whatever else you do, where it starts to incorporate both together, and the body starts to release. What's the name of that book? Dr. Van Bessel van der Kolk, um, the body the body keeps the score. Mm-hmm. So your body is holding all that, all the physiological energy of the emotions. Mm-hmm. But when you re- start to use the body as as a doorway into the subconscious, that is definitely helpful for, for some people. Some people can go directly into, you know, hypnotherapy or other types of, of work like that. But some people can't, you know, and if you've been highly traumatized, sometimes you just gotta get used to being in, re-embodying
1: yourself, uh, sure. being back in your yeah. body.
0: So does that, does that fit with, with what you're talking yeah. about? Okay. Sure. Cool. Like I was
1: saying, I, I honor all of these other modalities, yeah. Yeah. and I yeah. will just say all paths lead back to the mind. Yeah. Like so for okay. instance, think about chiropractic, the yeah. chiropractor says, okay, your, your patient comes in and says, I have an issue. Chiropractor says, okay, I'll crack your back. And we'll get your spine aligned and you feel better but then the spine goes out of alignment again. So the mm-hmm. chiropractor says, I need to hire a massage therapist mm-hmm. because it's all the tension in the muscles causing the spine to be out of alignment, yes. right? So now the massage therapist is massaging that and the adjustment lasts longer. Mm-hmm. But then when the massage therapist is working, they say, this isn't actually a physical block. This is an energetic block. So the massage therapists start learning about traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, Reiki, all these different ways of healing the energy body well, what is this energy body that's out of balance? Well, then you realize as massage therapists are pushing on these muscles, emotions are pouring out of there. Isn't that interesting? Why are are, are your knotted up muscles that are causing the spinal misalignments? um, Why are those muscles tight? It's not Mm -hmm. just energy that got blocked. What does that mean? Why would energy get blocked? Your emotions are blocked. Mm -hmm. You have, fear tensing those muscles, causing spinal misalignments, making your nervous system not function well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, now the issue is just fear. That's an emotion, right? Emotion, energy in motion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you suppress, you stop the motion of the energy. So I'm a Chinese medical practitioner. Like, Well, yeah, I can use needles to get the energy to flow, but why is the energy blocked in the first place? Well, number one, nobody taught your patient to stop suppressing they're still suppressing emotion. And of course the muscles are still knotted up. So there's a place for the body center therapies. Of course, like mm-hmm. if you have a spinal misalignment, go see a chiropractor. But if it's misaligned because of your mind, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. all roads lead back to the mind. But it's yes. not just talk therapy. It's not just analysis. It's getting down to the root cause. Once you, cle- and then forgiveness. If it's not rooted in forgiveness, it's not true healing. It's maybe healing because we want to respect these traditions. But if forgiveness didn't occur, it's not true healing because Mm -hmm. the fear has to be shifted to love. What is the mechanism of that shift? That's the miracle. And of course, miracles. What is the means of the miracle? Forgiveness. If Mm -hmm. true forgiveness doesn't happen, true healing didn't happen. And Mm -hmm. where does forgiveness occur? In the mind. All roads lead back to the mind. So a lot of these people, yeah, you'll benefit from going and getting a massage. Mm -hmm. But it would be great if the massage therapist can say, um, by the way, I sense that you're just really sad <laughs> and, uh, here's a way to deal with that. I sense that your muscles are so tight because you're terrified. Here's the way to deal with that. And mm-hmm. great, the massage helped you to make some progress. And of course, massage, acupuncture, it's all wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody, I believe needs to be empowered to heal the mind because that's what needs to be healed.
0: Yes. You know, and, and thank you for, for, for putting all that together like that, because, um, I agree. I agree with the piece where, because every single time I went to the body and found a I don't, I'm not in, thank goodness, into the disease place, but I have aches and pains and different things like that. And I would think I would ah. because I was a massage therapist. I'm like trying to figure out what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, go and do this, figure this out, whatever. And it always, even when I went to doctors at the time, it always came back to, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. So taking that and putting it together like that is huge because um, it, it always ended up being emotional for me, always, every single time it ended up being emotional for me. And I continued to go back to the emotion, go back to the emotion, go back to the emotion. And that's what I am a thousand percent sure has healed or is healing me and am a thousand percent sure that that's what can work for anybody, but it's not the same for everybody. That's the difference. So everybody has kind of a different way because of your own uh, experiences of how it works when you do the healing work, um, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the, I mean, everybody's different, Yes. Uh, but the principles of healing are the same. Yes. So again, yes. it's Thank not you. a mystery to figure out how to heal anymore as hum- humans and with channeled materials and whatnot, mm-hmm. we have figured out how to heal the human condition. We just need to apply that. So you say it's, it's about emotion. Where does emotion come from? Yes. Again, mind, yes. right? It's yes. those negative beliefs that cause the negative emotions. So if we're only dealing with the emotional body, the astral body, whatever you call it, the pain body, if you're only dealing with the emotional level, you're making progress. But mm-hmm. again, just find what's underneath those emotions and you will see faulty thoughts. Yes. Right? I'm not lovable. I'm not yes. good enough. I'm not safe. I'm bad. That's where forgiveness needs to be applied at the very core of the faulty thinking Mm -hmm. Uh, shift from illusion to truth from the personal lie to the truth of who you are. That's what sets us free. Just returning to the truth. Yeah. yeah, I can never remind people enough. Just focus on the mind,
0: (laughs) focus on the mind and find the truth. That's been this journey. Yes. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much, Matthew. I'm so happy that you agreed to, to connect with me here and share your, your beauty and your wisdom and your, path and all this with with uh, the people watching and um if there's anything do you want to share i'm going to do it anyway but do you want to share how to connect with you how to reach out to you here or you want me to just add it i can do either you can just leave your website mm-hmm. whatever you do. Say,
1: yeah Sure, I could say briefly, we are the Institute of Interpersonal Hypnotherapy, mm-hmm. instituteofhypnotherapy.com, or for the deeper meditative teachings that I offer, called the Anahat Meditation System, you can just go to onlinemonastery.com. Perfect.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much again. And everyone, thank you for being here in this moment. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful for this opportunity. And I uh, hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are, or night.
1: Okay. Thank you, Carolyn.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.